Welcome to Empowering Resilience. I'm your host, Rhonda Shortino, and I'm delighted that you're here today. Listen, you've survived 100% of the tough times that you've been through, and you're gonna survive every other thing that you ever have to go through. You know how I know? Because I've done it, and you're still breathing, and as long as you're breathing, you're capable of so much. There's so much potential inside of you, and the keys to your future success are found in everything that you've been through. This podcast is all about strategies for helping you convert your potential into your successful reality. So be sure to subscribe so you never miss a strategy. And let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to the Empowering Resilience Podcast. I'm your host, Rhonda Shortino, and I'm excited to have my special guest with me today, Rick Ornelas. Rick, uh, I know that you started iSpark Change, that you're a positive change expert, and you've written a book, and we want to hear all about that. So tell us about yourself. Yeah, uh, first off, thank you very much for having me on the show, Rhonda. It's a pleasure to be here. And I'm excited because, you know, with your show being about uh, resilience, um, that's really what my story is about. It's about um, last year when things were really heading in a bad direction for a lot of the world in, uh, you know, in the end of uh, March, beginning of April. Uh, that's when I found myself going into, you know, kind of that uh, anxious and, and depressed and, and fearful place of the unknown. And, you know, that's something that I teach others not to do. So wanting to, you know, practice what I preach, I, that's when I decided to, you know, write a book that had been in my head for, for 20 years and, and, you know, went through this period of, you know, just incredible, um, you know, kind of spiritual awakening and, and decided to found our iSpark change and, you know, start doing everything I could to spread positive change around the world. Oh, man, I love it. So tell us about I Spark Change. So, man, what a big change you sparked. There you were, you know, like, like a lot of people uh, in a really hard place through no fault of your own. And uh, but but to turn it around like that, that's amazing. So tell us what is I Spark Change? I Spark Change is a community of uh, individuals, groups, organizations, nonprofits, companies, um, any type of, um, of community, uh, any type of individual can join the community of those that just commit to spreading positive change around the world. Those that want to improve the world in some capacity. Now, it doesn't have to be anything grand. It doesn't have to be anything great. Uh, just, just making the commitment that by your actions, you're going to do your small part to, make the world a better place and to spread positive change. That's, that's really, it's really as simple as that. Um, Wouldn't the world be a better place if we just would all do that in our own little corner of the world? Yes, it's, it's true. And, and, you know, this is not anything new that I'm you know, proposing. These are principles that have been around for thousands of years, right? Whether you look back at scripture or you look back at, you know, every major religion has that as a component where you call it, the law of reciprocity or paying it forward or giving back or doing unto others or loving thy neighbor. I mean, they're all the same thing, you know, at the, at the heart of any of them. And I've 
I'm just trying to take it a step further to let everyone know that um, even by just doing that in your own in your own way, in your own community, through your own actions, even if it's not recognized by others, even if there's no gratitude in return, even if there's no thanks, that that still has a positive impact, um, whether you realize it or not, whether you see it or not. That is so true, Rick. Um, I, you know, I, I came from foster care and I speak to a lot of foster parents and former foster kids all over the United States. And, and uh, I know for me and for many, many, many people, um, the, the selflessness, the, the sacrifice that, that foster parents make, you know, bringing in kids who they didn't make, you know, and are, and are traumatized and sometimes have, you know, kind of uh, bad behaviors or crazy behaviors or whatever. The point is, they change the world and there's no news van there's mm -hmm. no trophy <laughs> mm -hmm. like nobody's there with a microphone in their face trying to you know get an interview from them because they're so amazing and they are amazing and so i totally get what you're saying about you know just it doesn't have to be some you know big thing that creates fanfare every single one of us has the ability to be a world changer because when we change one person that person goes out and and they're a better person so you know they inspire change so man i get you yeah so, yeah thank you that's a great and that's a great analogy and and or you know i'm glad you had that experience to draw on because that that it relates very well to you know what we're working on if you think about the people in our society, like one of the things that's always just kind of, you know, chapped my hide is that the people who do the best stuff in the world uh, are, are the people who get the least credit, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, I, I'm aware that what I'm about to say is not popular in some circles, but, but I, um, when I was a little girl and living in abuse, you know, the idea of a police officer showing up and helping me, I mean, that's, that's what I needed. So for me, the, the men and women who put on that blue uniform uh, every single day and leave their house not knowing if they're going to come back to their families, uh, to me, oh man, you, you can't pay them enough. And mm -hmm. the same thing with teachers, you know, who especially um, the teachers who truly love the kids that they're teaching. Um, teachers who have to have an inordinate amount of patience, like with special needs students and whatever, you know, do they make the most money in our culture? No, they don't. Yeah. You know, professional athletes and, and uh, YouTube influencers, whatever that is, <laughs> I'm an old woman. It's like, what is that really? You know, so you're making $12 million a year, but, but, you know, the teacher who's working with special needs students and gets spit in the face, you know, doesn't get 12 million a year, not even, yeah. you know, the person who puts on the uniform and kisses their kids goodbye in the morning and, and they don't know if they're going to make it home. Uh, oh my gosh. I mean, they're not making 12 million a year, right? You yeah. know, the pastors and the social workers and, and the people who just are, to me, uh, you know, they're the glue that holds our culture together. 
they're not making $12 million and they don't have 12 million Twitter followers and all that, but, sure. but, but they're the people I love and respect. So um, I love that you're, you're encouraging the behavior that really we all want to see repeated in the world. Yes, and, and what I what another thing that I want to do, uh, and I'm glad you brought up about you know those folks that they don't have the large followings and that they're not um, you know, they're not the ones that are making all the noise is because one thing I found in the time that I've done this since last year and created Icebar Change is that a lot of individuals they they feel that they can't make a difference. They feel like they're too small or that their voice isn't heard and that they don't have the followers and they don't they don't have the influence. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to empower those individuals to show them that, look, you have a community where you can do that. You can be a part of this community where we are all empowering each other to make a difference and to spread positive change. And you don't have to have, you know, the, the 12 million followers or whatever it is, because we're building that community together. And, you know, my hope is that, you know, now we have a thousand and then we have 10 and then we have a hundred and then we have a million and then we have 10 million and, and that, you know, we all grow together. So we're all part of that, that community, you know, and we can have influence as a part of that community. Yes. I love it. Oh, I'm going to join today. This is awesome. So, um, you've written a book. I want to hear about the book. Tell us about that. Well, the book is really what started this all. And last year when I went into that, that fearful place and I said, you know, I don't want to go here. I want to use this as an opportunity. Um, you know, and that, that's really a way that that's why what it, you know, attracted me to, to your show about resilience is I said, look, I, I don't want to start heading downhill. I want to use this as an opportunity. And uh, even though, you know, I'm going broke and, and, and all these things, I'm, I'm going to do this to try to inspire and help others. And the story of the book, it's a fictional story about an angel that's sent down from heaven and helps uh, individuals with their challenges in life. Um, and the story, the idea for the story came well, 20 years ago to me when I was um, driving along the highway with my wife and, and two young daughters at the time. And we were in a, a horrible car accident where we lost control in the rain and we spun across four lanes in one direction and back across four lanes the other way and went up a dirt embankment off the freeway and hit a wall and flipped over. Oh. And yeah, and we were, uh, we were all miraculously unharmed. And I mean, the car was totaled and the roof was smashed and the windows were broken and, and filled with dirt and, and everything. And we were all didn't have a scratch. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a wow moment. Witnesses thought, you know, we would be, were killed for sure. But, um, but the uh, that really caused me to reflect and afterwards and realized that, you know, I had kind of been given a second chance and that there was, uh, I needed to do something with that. And that's where the idea for, for the book came because um, my mom had shared that, you know, an angel, your guardian angel had protected you. And, and I was sitting there one time and she'd give me a little pin, this little angel pin to put in my car. And I'm sitting there staring at it one day and then all of a sudden this, the story, the idea um, for the story just hit me like a, like a movie. Like I saw the whole story clear as day. And I, I said, I really need to write this. But at the time, you know, 20 years ago, I mean, I, I wasn't really a writer. I didn't really know what I was doing. I wrote about a page and, and, and got discouraged and, and didn't do anything with it. 
And then last year when I decided to use the time as an opportunity, that's when I decided to finally get the story out of my head. And during that time when I was writing about after a month or two, I went through this period of like this deep spiritual awakening where I was super connected and I felt like I was just you know, getting divine inspiration and being given the story where it was just writing itself and I was just typing. And my writing went, you know, four or five times, you know, the amount of words, in, in two, over 2,000 words in a couple hours. And, and, um, and I, I finished it, you know, in under a month after that. And, um, and that's during that time is where the idea for I Spark Change came and all these, just this flood of ideas of things that I had to do and create. Um, as a result of, you know, the experience I was going through. Wow, that's amazing. So you got a download. I would call that a, a download from God. <laughs> so yeah. the name of the book? Is 12 Hours of Heaven, Lessons for a Better World. Oh, I love it. So it's a fictional story, but it came from that real experience that you had. Yes. It really was miraculous. I mean, it sounds like like you shouldn't like nobody should have walked away from from that that's yeah according to the you know the, the tow truck uh company and and the witnesses and everything that they would have said no um but you know god had other plans and um and yeah the, the story became and that's where the you know the lessons for a better world come because when i reflected i wrote down i wrote things that I wanted to live by, rules that I wanted to live by uh, for myself, you know, about doing unto others and, and living like it's the last day of your life and, and being present and having gratitude and all these things. And those were the foundation for what would become the, you know, the lessons in the book. Wow. I love it. I love it. Well, all right. I feel like I could talk to you for hours. I, I want to know more. I need to get the book. I need to join iSpark Change. Uh, but in the last you know, a little bit of time that we have here, Rick, um, what would you say to our listeners who are going through that tough time right now and they need to, you know, just have some encouragement or hope or, you know, strategies for how, how do they empower the resilience? I like to say there's resilience in us, um, but yet how do they empower resilience? How do they, how do they get through the tough times? What, what works for me, and, and you know, this is something I've shared with, with others that I coach as well, Rhonda, is to, to take each situation and to look at it as an opportunity and to look for what opportunity is in that situation. So it's, it's beyond just looking for the silver lining in the situation. It's really breaking it down to say, okay, you know, I've lost my job, I don't have any money, I, this, this is that. Well, what opportunities does that provide me? It provides me a fresh start. It provides me the opportunity to go in a different direction, you know, to, to pivot to what I've always wanted to do or to, to change and, and to look for those new beginnings. And when you shift that mindset that it's one of opportunity, and you know, it's, it's actually a technique called positive reframing, but when you shift into that, that technique, um, and you really focus on that and look for those opportunities, then you'll find that the creative energy starts flowing and, and all those ideas start coming and, and you'll find that, you know, 
God, the universe, however you want to look for it, or you want to call it law of attraction, that those things start, start, you know, coming towards you and that, uh, all the opportunities you're looking for, they, they start manifesting themselves and they become realities because, you know, it's not like they weren't there before. You just weren't really looking for them. You weren't open to them and now being open to them, um, they're there. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, I, I know that there are people right now who desperately, you know, need to need to hear a good word, a good positive word about, um, you know, how to get unstuck, how to get out of the present situation. I'm, I happen to be a Christian. So I always look at it like, okay, well, you know, God's word says, um, when we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, and I say, don't set up camp. You know, he says, walk through, <laughs> keep yeah. going. Don't stop. Don't, you know, don't set up housekeeping and stay there for the rest of your life. So uh, yeah, on the other awesome. side of our tough times, um, we can mine the lessons out of what we've been through. And um, that was the name of my second book, Succeed Because of What You've Been Through. And, and so I love, you know, Perfect. your approach. It's very similar. I, I say, okay, well, we can't go back. We can't turn back time. We can't change what happened, but we can look. I like how you say, you know, a shift from thinking it's a problem to an opportunity. At the same time, I would just add to that, you know, think about how this, this tough time has changed you. Are you more empathetic towards others? Have you mm -hmm. learned a new skill or ability, you know, in, in time that you had that you didn't have before, whatever it is, um, we can actually create personal and professional success, uh, not just despite what we've been through, but specifically because of it, when we'll, you know, take it out and mine the lessons out of it and then use those things uh, to our benefit and to benefit others in the world. So. Yeah, anyway. those are the best opportunities to grow. Those are the best opportunities to grow in those, you know, challenging times. That's exactly right. Well, Rick, thank you very much. Um, I'm excited to read your book. I appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to come and join me on Empowering Resilience. Yeah, thank you very much for having uh, having me, Rhonda. And I will share with your uh, audience that if they go to isparkchange.com and they do join isparkchange.com at the website, they will get a free download of 25 uh, creative ways to spread positive change and to you know improve their outlook oh i love that and thank you so much for mentioning the, that website isparkchange.com yes. and i'm going to make sure that it's in the description of the podcast so awesome thank, thank you. you did you know that the very things that have hurt the most can be the things that help you create a successful life it's true. You can succeed in life, personally and professionally, not just despite what you've been through, but specifically because of it. You gained character traits. You learned specific abilities that you would not have acquired any other way. I want you to get a copy of my book, Succeed Because of What You've Been Through. Go to my website, rhonda.org, R-H-O-N-D-A, .org and get your copy today. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Empowering Resilience. 
This is your host, Rhonda Shortino. Please subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Share this with your friends. And I look forward to seeing you back here. And I want to hear from you. You can contact me through my website, Rhonda at Rhonda.org. I want to hear your questions and your comments. And if you'd like to call into the show and talk directly to me, I would love that. So reach out. And I'm looking forward to helping you mine the lessons out of what you've been through and converting those things with your potential into your successful reality. 